and welcome back to On Your Mark, Get Set Review, uh, the review show and game show where we watch a thing and then some people play a game about the thing. Uh, I am today's host and last week's winner, Dylan. Um, uh, and joining me this week, we have on my direct right, Miss Stella. Hello, Stella. Welcome back. Hello. Nice to be back. Um, we have on her her right. <laughs> Sorry, you guys are through a computer screen. Um, I'm taking place in a fifth dimensional universe where we're all next to each other. <laughs> yeah, yes. we're yeah. <laughs> is um is Will? Hey, Will. Hey, Dylan. How's it going? I notice you're. It's going well with me. I notice you're uh, in a different place than you usually are. I guess uh, uh, this week I am uh, bumming around Southern Florida and uh, taking a huge advantage of uh, Andrew's kindness and Aww. being in his apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's He's so sweet. And right. yep. in case this you is didn't guess, apartment and it's not a soundstage. <laughs> in case you didn't guess, on his right is Andrew. Hey, Andrew. That's my phone. Sorry, that's unprofessional. Hi, wow. Andrew. How's it going? Some people. I would say, great, then your phone rang, and I'm like... You know what? Well, it was your girlfriend messaging me, so fuck you. What did she say? I don't know. I didn't read it. Well, read it out loud for the audience, since you did it. <sighs> hey, homie. How have things been? Interesting. Hi, Zoe, if you're listening. How's it going? It's going well with me. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thank you all for joining me uh, to discuss Star Trek, the original series. T.U.S. TOS, the best series. Tosh 1.0. The second best show ever after Strange with Candy, which was my other recommendation that I've given, so I guess that's fair. Uh, We discussed four episodes in particular. Uh, Do you want to do them all at once or in order? Or in some time? Well, why don't we do it one at a time? So this podcast is going to be four hours long. Yeah. I think some episodes will be shorter than others. What order are we going to be speaking of these episodes in? Let's do chronological them in order. chronological order, which makes the first one City on the Edge of Forever. Ooh, baby. Ooh, yeah. Wait, is that that season two? It's the second one? to last of season one. Okay. That's pretty early. Yeah, it's before oh. time. It is, yeah. It's like this, I think. 15. Sorry, I'm... So should we go into City on the Edge of Forever? Yes, let's do that. Uh, City on the Edge of Forever uh, is the is about them going back through space and time and altering history, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. It's a common trope in in, in sci fi, uh, and it is a very common trope in Star Trek in particular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do a lot of time annoyance, travel. perhaps <laughs> a I lot of time know. travel. Um. Uh, and McCoy's, I believe, the one who fucks things up this time. Yeah, stupid fucking McCoy. Uh, is, yeah, McCoy, uh, uh, he gets high yeah. and goes crazy. <laughs> Which is a new one, because usually it's just Kirk fucking shit up. <laughs> oh, we gotta ship the blame. Or, or, the, or the ship just crashing. <laughs> That's like 90% of Star Trek plots. <laughs> it's all new to so me. I didn't get to see this episode because my Wi-Fi sucked and I didn't write down oh, all four okay. episodes. So I'll keep out of this conversation in particular. <laughs> um, well, I, 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 this, I, this is probably my favorite episode of the classic uh, uh, original series. 
mm-hmm. um, that I've seen anyway. Yes. It's, um... Well, Harold Ellison wrote the script, and we mm-hmm. wrote it for the show. And then they get rewritten again by someone who works for the show? It, it did, and I believe uh, that pissed him off. He is a very cantankerous person. Yes, he hates everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, very compelling. Meddling yeah. in the past. Yeah, the, the, the plot is that uh, McCoy saves the life of a woman who goes on to start a pacifist movement, which allows Nazi Germany to win the war. Oops. Oops. It is an extremely <laughs> difficult message. Yeah. yeah. Hard to grapple with. So yeah. so Kirk and Spock have to stop him from saving her, even though he's in love with her, which is uh, really, really sad. And it it's gets really like sad. a really... Uh, what's the word? It gets a really difficult concept across, too. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's only it's, like 50 minutes. Yeah, um, I I've always really like start um, science fiction in general and Star Trek in a lot of ways. Uh, start not really started it because it's always been a thing about science fiction, but it's really influential early science fiction television anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Is that science fiction is a lot of the time about like those bigger concepts? Um, it's about creating worlds where you can explore those things in ways that aren't. As very quite, metaphorical. Yeah, it's very metaphorical, which makes it easier for some people who are. It just makes it easier to cope with. I feel like and to grasp the the the, the greater idea behind it. You know. Yeah, well, that's a great way to dramatize a concept. Yeah, I mean, that too. <laughs> how else would you you know be able to ponder the idea of uh, having to do a horrible thing in the past to? Uh, change the future <laughs> yeah for the better. i mean it is a heavy thing to have that life on your hands and then that but... one that line from spock he knows doctor oh he knows it's Ooh. so sad mm. yeah that moment where he has to uh, let her get hit by the car uh, a very very heart-wrenching sad yeah um i really love mccoy bones is one of my favorite characters in the show i i always find him to be uh a lot of the heart of the show, you know, like he's like he's, the spiritual heart of the band. Yeah, exactly. Like he's of very, the trio, he's he's the he's most like the like, fifth loving. member of Star Trek. Like he's such a fucking grumpy asshole, but at the end of the yeah. day, he's like really the one who does who loves everyone like so much, and like yeah, well, he's placed kind of as the kind of uh, opposing side to Spock. Uh, yeah, was very you know coldly Emotional. logical, yeah. and a, you know a good guy, but you know. Well, yeah, everyone who kind of works for the Federation. Well, not everyone, but like the Federation, I feel like, or is. Well, actually, uh, one of the interesting things about the original uh, Harlan Ellison script for this episode was that uh, it wasn't uh, Dr. McCoy that caused the problems, but uh, a different uh, officer on the ship who was a drug dealer. I was reading about that, actually. Yeah. And so that was not, I think. I have something that Gene Roddenberry liked that no. that a Federation member would be or a Starfleet member would be actively selling uh, drugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Starfleet in general is presented as a very like good force. Yes. In in ways that um that you don't I feel like you don't often see because a lot of stories in sci fi ish type worlds are more like the authority figures are the authority figures are um. Less Not pleasant. to be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Sorry, my roommate was threatening to blow a kazoo. Um. Oh, he was doing it earlier. Uh, when you were introducing the show, he was right behind you. It was amazing. And he was oh. just right behind you holding the kazoo, threatening to blow Great. anytime. Great. Thanks, Mitch. Bye. Um, what was I saying? Right. Authority figures aren't usually positive forces in, like, sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually but, always the bad guys and dystopians. But the Federation is such a, like, it, it genuinely means well, I feel like, in ways yeah. that a lot of other... Well, he wants and, to present a utopia, a good yeah. time in the future. and I think that... I look forward to. It's really a, an admirable, like, concept that, and, like, we all settled our differences and went to space and mm-hmm. were cool like that, and that was... Well, it's an easy thing to show something that's horrible. It's hard to make something that's essentially good and make it compelling. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was something that held pretty strongly throughout uh, the various series until Deep Space Nine, which uh, introduced kinda, weapons. What was it called? Uh, well, they introduced. Uh, uh, well, there's a shadowing organization within uh, Starfleet called uh, Section 30, 30, 38. Oh, Hail Hydra. And, and various other things, you know, people may be questioning whether belonging in the Federation is a good thing or what. But but throughout in, you know, the original series, it is definitely we have moved past all of our prejudices and, yeah. and horridness. I should make clear I'm a original series stan. I don't know the others super well. Sure. We have watched I'm vaguely, I'm vaguely familiar with The Next Generation. I saw part of the first season and I heard was really bored, but I've heard it gets way better into the second season. So. You missed out Much on better. Enterprise, the greatest Star Trek show. <laughs> okay. No, I'm going to watch the others eventually. I just you should watch Enterprise first. It's <laughs> the best one. Andrew is being okay. facetious. <laughs> um, so, uh, Voyager is clearly the best Star Trek series. <laughs> Janeway, great captain. Best captain. <laughs> anyway, I, I have done. vague knowledge of other Star Treks, but I'm mostly familiar with the original series because it's mm-hmm. kind of my jam. So. Well, Watching this like for the first time, really, mm-hmm. I was really kind of blown away of how colorful the series is. It is like a fucking candy came to yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And just walked around the screen. It yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, it and is it's a just really... so fucking weird, the show. Even today's standards, it's just fucking weird. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I want to get a mock time. Can we do that? Is that next? Let me check. Yes, it is. Uh, yep, a mock time is next. It is the second season premiere. That was my oh, favorite. Oh, mock time. Oh, so weird. a mock time should be called Spock's Sexual Awakening. Because <laughs> that's what it was. That is, well, that's that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a mock time. It's, it's him going for puberty. Yeah. I am a... I won't say shipper, because honestly, it's canon, but... Kirk and Spock are definitely in love with each other. This episode, uh, which no, no, no. Roddenberry said he they are. Uh, he said uh, they are. Not, not, not something I'm familiar with him saying. Uh, they, they are clearly very close. Uh, there is a lot of a brotherhood. Link, I swear to God. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm, uh, I mean, re- here's the thing. I think Spock is asexual. I definitely think he's asexual. But um, I think he's pan. He I think he's pan romantic, and I think Kirk would fuck anything. That he was in love with. So, yeah, Kirk would be open. I think Kirk would be open. He is a very virile uh, person. Yeah. So I'm totally of the mindset that they loved each other, and nothing anyone can say will convince me otherwise. Mm-hmm. So much time is a gem because it was the best Spock time. basically goes it's, into heat. Mm, well, let's um, not call it a gem. It implies this is a good episode. I do not like this at all. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I have, um, never, I have never seen tambourines used so dramatically before. <laughs> this is true. That's true, yeah. Well, see, Five I love... Five-minute tambourine jam just going on, walking a fucking circle. 
I love I love Star Trek for its cheesiness. Like I can't I can't fault well, it. Well, there's, really there's a really hilarious there's a really hilarious thing. Did anyone else notice oh. that like that music came on every single time that they said Spock's name? Like that background music was really dramatic and sweet in the background every single time that Kurt said his name. The music of this episode was I don't want to say dire, but it was unbearable. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, aside from the fight music. A classic, a classic. That's fine. I, but then, I just love that he looked possessed for the half of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> he well, looked like say, he was sorry. on, like, like, he's just been drinking the whole day, and it's like he's a hangover, but he's still <laughs> drunk at the same time. He's like, don't talk to me. I just need- <laughs> he has some very difficult uh, concepts to get across yeah. in his acting. Uh, uh, yeah. Challenging. I feel like Nimoy sold it too. Mm-hmm. Like when he's talking, begging uh, whoever the fuck, the Vulcan leader, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's going like, hey, to pal. Don't, yeah, don't, don't uh, let Kirk do this. I don't want him to die. He's my friend. And he's like, <laughs> just saying it like really well, dramatically. Uh-huh. And it's like completely sold. And I did not like the actress who played her at all because she played her. I, I don't know. Can I understand anything she was saying? <laughs> well, like I said, I have a re- like I love it for all its fucking cheesy, dumb nonsense. Um, well, the cheesiness and- in it was amazing when they had this uh, Sam Raimi s uh, breakdown where the camera just started zooming in everywhere and music <laughs> started swelling up. I don't, I don't even oh remember why. My favorite, my favorite part is when Spock slices him with the big axy thing and it's right over his nipples. That's my favorite <laughs> part. <laughs> my favorite part is just when he yells Jim and then realizes there are other people around and he's like, Oh, that's, that's, that's the best part, part, part of the best episode. Part. Um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you named your favorite part, so I named okay, mine. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think this episode is also really, it's, uh, I mean, it's a classic in shipper circles anyway, because basically what happens is Spock goes into heat, and then the minute he thinks he's killed Kirk, he has no sex drive anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very, very overtly sexual for regards to them. very gay, uh, yeah. and I love this it. Is, uh, this is a classic Star Trek episode. This is, uh, their, this is the first time that they go to Vulcan. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, the first time you, you know see what? that. They, they, they can keep Vulcan. This is the what first time that they show planet. that <laughs> Vulcans are very logical, but they have a very weird tribal society for such a yeah. logical people. Uh, I don't think... I've never actually really liked this episode. I think it's a little too slow and boring. Uh, it has some great concepts and very important Star Trek It takes like 20 minutes to get to Vulcan. I for, think... Uh, I think part of my attachment to this is I, I've always been very drawn to character stories and like mm-hmm. attachments and relationships and and the development of stuff between characters. And I don't really care about plot. That's probably why I like Star Trek so much in general because it's uh-huh. very much about the characters. Because the plot's just oh it broke again or oh we went, like a lot of the times, not all the mm-hmm. time, but like. Yeah. Well, this episode was also slightly awkward as much as I loved it. It was just kind of like, we're going to talk about sex without ever saying the word sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a really weird scene. It in a really roundabout yeah. way. And I was just, the whole time, I was like, this is slightly awkward. Like, I know what you're trying to do. But I feel really weird watching you mean Bob going to heat. Biology? <laughs> biology. Yeah, that scene was so weird. Every 11 Reproduction? Years, we go back to the place we were born. Are we touched it? each other's minds. It was oh my just God, I love it so much. Weird. Oh, God. And then, yeah, he just kind of loses it, like, oh, uh, you, I understand. <sighs> when he kills uh, Kirk, 
And then it just goes, oh, I don't need to fuck anymore. That's it. The end. Yeah. It's well, that's like, a lot. Wait, does it, does, how does that fix the problem, though? I don't understand it. It still doesn't that's, fix the problem. I mean, it's highly discussed. I mean, listen, listen. In high school, I was a trash, I was a trash Spock, Kirk Spock shipper. <laughs> so I, I read a little bit about um, what people think about these things. Um, oh, we no. shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you mentioned in the fanfiction.net, it's what you're trying to say. Anyway, a lot of people uh, talk about that as like, without Kirk, there's like, not he doesn't care anymore. Like he has nothing, and he doesn't care. And... But then there's still the biological need for him to do that. Well, isn't that what the point was? Well, look these well, these two men. They fight uh, for a while, and they end the battle by strangling each other with straps. So I think it is pretty clear that Spock got off because he is heavily oh. into S and M and breathplay. They literally had him over the heat. Like literally, they were over cry. the heat. Like, uh-huh. Sorry, that's not an analogy. Smack so are we saying Spock came when he killed the Kirk? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I felt so sad. All right, then that makes sense to me. This is really great shame. I also forgot to make you guys watch Shore Leave, but if anyone's oh. familiar with Shore Leave, mm-hmm. it also has the notorious back rub scene. Oh my goodness, the back rub scene. Oh my good lord. Um Kirk Kirk's back hurts and uh <laughs> he uh, Spock is standing behind his chair. And then one of the yeomans starts giving him a back rub, and he's like, oh, just a little bit higher, uh, harder, dig it in there, Mr. Spock. And then he sees Spock, and he's like, oh. And then he goes, that's enough, yeoman. <laughs> he just brushes her off, and I'm like, yep. That sounds pretty I funny. knew it. It's um, really funny and really telling of a lot of things as well, so. Uh, but yeah, mock time. Skip it. <laughs> skip it no, forever. Skip it Essential you, episode. Skip not it unless you're a trash episode. shipper like me, and then you'll like it a lot. Because <laughs> I'm a trash uh, shipper. Goodbye. Yeah, skip it unless you're it's, really into the friendship slash romance. Yeah, romance plot. Or, yeah. yeah, you're just into oh, slash. Uh, let me get more plenty slash, about it. Yes, well, there was listen, just a, the, there, was a Spock, there was a pause. Kirk there. and Spock were the original slash couple. Like that is very true. Kirk yeah. slash Spock is what slash comes from. Well, Star Trek is the first one that had fan fiction written about it. Fun fact there. Tracker. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Annie Griffith show predates that. <laughs> well, it was the first to have like Documentate, like, huh. documented. Well, there's a bunch <laughs> of handwritten yeah, documentation. Yeah, lemon fan fiction. Erotic <laughs> fan fiction. Anyway. Uh, Time with Tribbles. Or... Trouble Tribbles is next. There you go. Well, wait, I need to say one more thing. Uh, okay. I'm just so... The tambourines, the wind chimes <laughs> just keep going through the whole Vulcan scene. It is unbearable. <laughs> it's incredibly grating. Okay, okay. Well... Whatever. I will always love this episode, and I don't care what you guys say. So we're going to travel about Tribbles? We should talk about Trouble with Tribbles. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Trouble with Tribbles. Trouble with Tribbles. Trouble with Tribbles is the 15th episode of the second season. Um, it is about a fast-breeding race of small, fluffy creatures <laughs> that somehow gets onto, that gets onto the ship and... Starts taking it over basically by just breeding endlessly. There's a very iconic picture of uh, Shatner just sitting in a pile of tribbles, and that that's from Trouble with Tribbles. Mm-hmm. And we also have you know the whole like three tree a week thing going on. That's a very important plot device for some reason, just because <laughs> they wanted to have plot thrown in there. <laughs> oh, tribbles! 
Uh, this is a very funny episode. Uh, yeah. The the triples are funny, and it's funny that they uh, breed like rabbits. Uh, They're born pregnant. It's yeah. also funny how uh, they kept trying to explain them fucking in like a very TV way, <laughs> where even biology. Uh, Bones was just being very vague about it. As well, much and as he, he, could. he used the word bisexual in this episode. Oh, really? He did. He goes, well, these are bisexual because they can just breed on command, as you can tell. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a classic bisexual hey, podcasting. So, All right. My other roommate just got home. It's been a lovely day of everyone being around. Uh, but yeah, this was very funny. Very yep. amusing. It's very uh, uh, fun when they're in the uh, the cafeteria on board the space station and the uh, Klingons are bad-mouthing the, the Enterprise. Klingons are not very good at trash talk. <laughs> no, no, and they're apparently, not. apparently, no one can take a joke. Well, and also, the humans in this, talk about my captain all you want, but, you know, diss my ship and you're going to get a punch in the face. Yeah. So Scotty is very attached to his ship. Yes, it, it's kind of like if you insult someone's car and they, like, spend their whole... It's like they're going to punch in the face. You can insult their girlfriend all you want, but and insult their car. Her talking to Scotty after that was hilarious. Yeah. They're all, I feel like they're all really attached to the ship, you know? It's yeah. like a, a plot all the time with Kirk that he, like, loves his ship more than he could love anyone, well, cause, you know? I mean, it's their home. It's it's where they've yeah. all bonded and, yeah, you know, we're taken over by little furry creatures. I mean, the Enterprise is a character all of its own, you know? It's just like New York. is a character in it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's a very, it's mo- yeah, just like you said before, with uh, a mock time, it's just very much about characters. The plot is very little to do, if anything. Well, it's, funny, it's just a bunch of tri- little furry assholes. But. Well, the, the triples actually figure uh, importantly into the plot because aside from being a nuisance, uh, it's established that they do not like Klingons, and that is yeah, how yeah. they uh, fish out the one Klingon spy. Yeah, they're racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> racist aliens. This actually segues really well into our next episode if we're done talking about Tribbles. No, no. But, uh, so, Klingons are just assholes, I guess? That's why it took yeah, them this episode. Yeah, because it seems like they respond to people how the people respond to them. Because even with Spock at first, they just don't kind of do anything to him, and then he starts petting them, and suddenly they're purring. So I feel mm-hmm. like it really depends on how you react to them. No, 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 Tribbles, I, not Klingons. No, yes. Klingons are just well, assholes. I mean, maybe Klingons, too. <laughs> just pet the Klingons. They'll go, they'll, they'll calm down. So they just seem to be just dicks, like, for no reason. It's all yeah. Them. Even the captain's like, uh, Mr. Kirk, I like an apology, please. <laughs> and can we talk about their outfits and their shiny pants? Oh, shiny pants. Just, just their shiny, shiny pants. Uh, and, and we have the drunk, um, triple guy who's just basically a black market person yeah, who's sleazy. drunk the entire episode. <laughs> And are his pockets infinite? I like, don't know. <laughs> how many triples? Pocket of infinite holding. <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Like a> nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good at. I used to have um, I used to have two little triple toys. That's um, cool. I got them, got them both on the same Christmas. One from my mom and one from my boyfriend at the time. Um, and they had two little settings, and they would vibrate. And you could make them either purr or like screech. And it was always <laughs> so irritating when you got it the wrong way and it starts screeching at you. And you're like, no, Tribble, no. <laughs> There's a picture of me on Facebook holding the Tribble when like, I got it. Like Kirk? 
more like hugging it to my face. Ugh. I love this opportunity. Yeah. I, I love Kurt in this episode because he's like, humans are susceptible to this as he's petting it. <laughs> and like he looks up and puts it down slowly. I'm <laughs> a bubble, you people. Oh, Spock, you silly nerd. There is a, a great episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine in which the, the crew travels back in time to uh, this event. I was reading uh, about that one, too. It is uh, a very fun episode and very uh, well done. Yeah, very well edited. The sets are, are great and everyone looks like they belong there. I That's cool. Watch that. Yeah, I'll have to go watch that one because I'm. It's it's I definitely, definitely one, though, yeah, yeah one of the DS9 episodes you'd want to seek out. Cisco, best captain, and he wrote the best song, Thong Song. <laughs> I mean, Kirk is my captain just because I'm TOS stand myself but you know but Kirk, has Kirk ever written something as good as the thong song I don't think so <laughs> I did I mean Shatner was in that um that one ad for deep frying turkeys do you remember that or saying say it was for a long time it was for uh it was it was for also it was for insurance but uh I just remember him going where's the dingle dangle and I'll never oh, forget I'll that never one. forget that moment oh I love it and also, I mean, Leonard Nimoy did uh, the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins, so I don't think you can top that either. Lots of great music to come from the original cast of Star Trek. Highly logical. Bilbo Baggins. Uh, the bravest little hobbit of them all. Uh, so that was the uh, triple episode. <laughs> yep. Um, triples are great. Uh, it's a really dumb, enjoyable episode. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> dumb. Let's back things up here. I mean, Smart. it's not... It's listen, comic relief. We it's not a high concept. We started with the one that was super high concept, so talking about all of these is like, yeah, there's well, some we went to, fuzzy little balls. Well, we went to a high concept to probably the second, the dumbest episode of the series. Uh, then we went to this one, which is really fun and smart. <laughs> and how it's done. Oh, oh! You think uh, you are in for some good surprises if you think Amok Time is the dumbest yeah, episode of the series? <laughs> I haven't watched Spock's brain yet. So. Oh, nor the one where uh, the Enterprise is hijacked by a bunch of hippies. Oh no! <laughs> I love the hippies one though. <laughs> oh my god. Also, I regret not making you guys watch Shore Leave, because I really love Shore Leave as well. You already mentioned this. I know, I know, but I still regret it. Still regret Jim, it. I'm happy. Let's I know. Oh, <laughs> little Spock with his emotions in the hippie one. I haven't My seen the next episode. My poor heart. Last of our grandfathers. Oh, let this be your last battlefield. Let, let this, this be your last battlefield. This is another one of the... Uh, Ground. conceptually ones mm-hmm. that's about something uh but it's another metaphor episode mm-hmm. uh this one's about uh these people who it's a race it's a race of aliens and some of them are black on one side of their face and white on the other and the others are white on the side of the face that's black and then black on the side mm-hmm. of the face that's white and if you couldn't guess, uh, the concept is racism. <laughs> yes. That not was so one. off to me. I did not oh, realize. Oh, yeah, right? You just never could have guessed. <laughs> I wasn't here to help. I know. Uh, this is a very heavy-handed episode. It is very, uh, a very noble episode, I would say. Uh, this comes from a period of time where uh, white people were basically being forced to confront uh, a lot of the shitty things that yeah. have been done in this nation. This was from the fucking 60s. Like. Uh-huh. 
Like, that's a kind of ballsy move for the 60s. Sure. Um, and Star Trek, like I said before, it, it, it's, it's really groundbreaking TV in a lot of ways. Uh, it goes after a lot of concepts that people didn't go after, you know. Mm. It's the first scripted interracial kiss on television. It's not in this episode. It's in yeah. um, Pluto's... Pluto's? Uh, I can't remember quite. can't remember the name. Uh, they go to like this weird ancient Rome thing and they get uh, uh, like hip, not really hypnotized, but yeah. they get telekinetically forced to kiss. Uh, Kirk and Uhura get kinetically, mm-hmm. telekinetically forced to kiss. <laughs> um, there, has, there was actually uh, an unscripted racial, uh, interracial kiss on TV before that, but this was the first scripted one. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you read about, if you read about it, they messed up all the takes that didn't have the kiss so that they would have to use it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And didn't, it wasn't Shatner, like, adamant that he be the one to kiss her or something? I don't, something like that. Um, he, he has a rather large ego. <laughs> yeah. They're, um... But uh, <laughs> let, let this be your last battlefield. Yeah, uh, right. Sorry, we've gotten off traffic. Topic. I just wanted to bring up that because sure. it seems relevant to the conversation. Uh, of course. Um. Yeah. Let's be about last battlefield is about like a a refugee guy from one of the uh, most southern parts of the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> um. He's got yeah. He's got two halves perfectly split down the middle. Um. And uh, they're called Bele and uh, Loke. Lokai? Anyway, whatever. So the, uh, re- the he's going to drop them off, let them sort it out. Uh, but Lokai um, wants to kill Bele. Uh, there, there are some very... Uh, uh, so these, these two aliens are apparently like kind of super beings. And they have like access yeah. to some technology even farther beyond uh, the Federation. Yeah, uh, it's, these are concepts that are maybe uh, not very well uh, uh, displayed in the episode, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, but but their um, their their conflict of 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 one, uh, one guy being you know hugely racist towards the other, yeah. and the other guy mm-hmm. just not wanting to put up with that shit anymore. I'm white on the right side, <laughs> right? Yeah. As I said, uh, quite heavy-handed. Oh, yeah, it made no real effort to hide it. But I feel like, again, I'm it's uh, like it's it's an important thing for them to be talking about in that. Yeah, it's 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 good to be heavy handed in this instance. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, racists are fucking assholes. I think we can all agree on that one. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, it's 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 cool to have something in the 60s that was like, yeah, you guys are kind of the worst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and in the end of the episode, their powers are gonna uh, destroy the ship, so they have to let them go back to their home planet. And yeah, kinda, which which has apparently been torn asunder. What happened? We don't know. We, we just send know. them back home. Like the but I mean, to be are. fair, in the '60s, they didn't know what was gonna happen with exactly. racism and all that shit. Like, mm. we can hope that they'll they, they they can hope that the right thing will happen, but clearly, even in this day and age, the right thing has not totally happened, so, yeah, you maybe, know. Maybe there's the no way. The ship because it was definitely highlighting this issue that whatever happens is going to change the world, and they weren't quite ready for that yet. Yeah. And I, I liked how that highlighted it. I also liked how they introduced um, Lokai, whatever, however you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. and I liked that he spoke down to Kurt, and Kurt <laughs> just didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Frank Gorshin uh, plays uh, the the bad guy. Uh, he a very uh, amusing performance. He is mm-hmm. totally snide and horrible. Yeah, no, um, and uh, yeah, and then they say, and then a harass if hate is all they have, and mm-hmm. Kirk's like, is all they ever had, and Kirk's like, no, but it's all they have left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was very sad, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, this the episode ends, and you're like. Oh, this is much more open-ended than I anticipated. Uh, I guess they'll just be chasing each other for the rest of their lives. Yeah, because this show is not... There's very few multi-episode stories. Yeah. Um, there, There's only one. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's, it's very... Um, you get a lot of wrap-up for most of the things that happen. Mm-hmm. Well, what I like about this episode is I watched it right before Tribble, so I got a really happy episode, and then I got the comic relief. Uh-huh. So it definitely balanced each other out in the order I ended up watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was a good episode. There, yeah, this one's a... Um, it's it's classic in the... in the. Uh, what do I want to say about this? In, like, because Star Trek was such a social justice show and was all about, like this happy world where we can put prejudice behind us and like mm-hmm. really tackled these things every once in a while that were just like really important for the time. Mm-hmm. I would say that this falls into the realm of like Star Trek episodes that were really important for the time, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it's, it, it's so emblematic of, of the show. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, it fits the theme it. of what Star Trek always had meant to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also think it was very important that the, mentioned i believe more than once but it could have just been once that it was an odd explored part of the galaxy Mm -hmm. so that there's these sections that they don't think about that aren't in equality with them like Mm -hmm. they believe so and i think that was an important concept in it that it wasn't even in their mindset that there was this issue yeah yeah well it's a good good bit of world building that Mm -hmm. yeah there's so much left to be explored yeah i mean and it and it even from a metaphorical point of view, like thinking about it, probably not everyone was forced to confront racism in their daily life, but like that doesn't mean it's not there, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So it, it's good from a lot of different angles. Um, right. Uh, yeah, good episode. <laughs> uh, Andrew has been uh, checking various things on his phone since he did not get to this episode. That's okay. Uh, uh, anyway, so Star Trek, the original series, um, those are the four episodes we watched. I've mm-hmm. seen the whole thing like three or four times now, I think, <laughs> two or th- somewhere between two and four, because I've watched it several times with several different people. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. It's always going to be super close to my heart, really inspired the beginning of my social justice phase and my uh, equality in media uh, interests. So I'm very, very affectionate toward the show. Uh, what do you all think? I like the show. What I didn't like about it, and this was purely because of Netflix mobile, <laughs> is that every single season that I clicked said season one. So I had no idea what season I was watching throughout the whole entirety of this thing. So I had no That's idea. not really important, though. No, no. it's not. But it's, like, just it's, it's kind of weird mobile. happening timeline-wise, what's going on. Yeah, but sure. But I, I liked what I've seen. I've been promising I'm going to watch the whole thing. I probably will now. Uh, I'll finish in the flash if you watch the rest there of you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I should mention I also watched the Mirror Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's the one where they go to the parallel universe where they're evil right yeah it's amazing evil love, Spock with his evil goatee well I love immediately off the bat Kirk knows like alright shit's fucked up I gotta play along here yeah yeah like right off the bat 
Didn't need any guidance. It was great. Great at Check that goat to you, bro. Check that goat to you, bro. I was very pleased with how... I was just not expecting the series to be so colorful. It's just beautiful. <laughs> and just really well shot first time, too. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me a lot of Batman 66, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is still one of the best television shows ever made. (laughs) And that it's it's not too serious. It also links at the audience, allows Mm -hmm. them in on a joke, but also is doing things its own way. Yeah. Uh, Will. Uh, uh, Well, I'd like to uh, uh, carry on with the point of of the look of the show. I think a lot of the shows of this period have a very old cinema kind of flavor. Uh, a lot of shows these days are very kind of manic, and I like the like, kind of leisurely uh, pace of leisurely, leisurely sure. pace of these old shows. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> this is a great uh, show. I love Star Trek. Uh, yeah. I, Star Trek is very close to my art. Uh, all, all most of the iterations. I even like a lot of Voyager and Enterprise. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I, I love Star Trek. There. Good, good. Well, let me let me ask you then. I don't think I don't know if we talked about this last week, but because because it's near and dear to you too. Uh, do you like the new movies? Did we talk about this last week? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think we did talk about this last week. Okay, I want. I would love to talk about this with you. <laughs> well, I don't want to dominate too much of the episode. I do enjoy uh, the new movies. I do not think. They really capture uh, the essence of Star Trek. I think what they they the the well the first new movie I think captured a, a uh, the the sort of relationships between the characters pretty well. Uh, I'm not sure like if it's fucking Spock or her relationship. Fuck off. Uh, well, I mean they are much more Hollywoody than Star Trek has. Well, in the original cast series. Uh, TOS, uh, I, I really liked their friendship, so I got really angry uh, like, about their romance. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, but uh, they are f- fun movies. Um, I mean, the second one is very dumb. The first yeah. one I, is not particularly smart either, but it is a <laughs> lot of fun. Uh, just not yeah. a kind of technical. I agree with they're this. fine for They're fine for white boy space adventures, but it makes me really angry that they're under a Star Trek name... When they've a misdone some of the characters, I, like Kirk being a womanizer when he always loved the people that he was with. Um, yeah, they have made the characters into kind of dumb characters. Kind of, of the parodies, yeah. Of yeah. The characters rather than the yeah. themselves. And so I was not happy about that, and I was not happy that they whitewashed it with Khan, especially. But just in general, it didn't feel like it had the real spirit of like here's an important issue of the day and like we're yeah. and I get that that's not necessarily what a modern audience wants to watch well it's not really what any of the Star Fuck Trek off. movies have been about for a very long time uh, I know, but the next generation movies are garbage the generations at least tried to go with some weird sci-fi concepts but mostly they've just been action movies set in space yeah. Like I said, I'm only attached to the original series, really. So yeah. Have you seen the Plinkett reviews of the? St- Have you seen the Plinkett reviews of the Next Generation movies? Mm-mm. They are pretty funny. Okay, I'll look it They're up. Good. I would look at the first Contact one because that made me reanalyze the movie. Okay. A lot.
Hey, listeners, if you want to contact us at On Your Market Set Review, you can find us at onyourmarketsetreview.wordpress.com, email us at thinwhitedudes at gmail.com. You can also visit us at our Facebook page, interact with your favorite contestants, and give us the most scathing flames that we truly deserve. You can also find us on iTunes. Now, back to the show. Well, thank you all for your input on Star Trek, the original series. We have a kind of short game. This well, We have one game, and it's shorter than usual, because uh, A, we went long-ish on talking about no. what people doing. What are you Lou, people doing? Lou was showing me a possible recommendation he might have, and if, this okay. is, if he fucking does this, I will strangle him right here. Piece of shit. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Calm down. Anyway, so I'm sorry that the games are shorter this week. I had a crazy fucking week because I am now uh, part of a game group and we're streaming. And I'm going to plug myself here, I guess, if that's cool with you guys. Say it for plugs. Oh, thanks, hon. I'm streaming. I said uh, say it for plugs. Uh, what? Say it for plugs. Fine, fuck off. Okay, whatever. So I've had a busy okay, day because I've plugs started now. streaming. <laughs> um, so it's just a shorter game, but it is a fun one, I hope. So let's get to it. Uh, <clears throat> Recommendations. So contestants, what are you all playing for? Let's start with Stella. Hey Stella. Um, I'm playing for a movie called Parked that was made in 2010 and Colin Morgan is in it. Okay. Uh, Will. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to recommend this because I feel uh, it may go against uh, some of the things that Andrew and I were talking about earlier in the day. You know, I'll allow it if you're going to do it. Uh, I don't know. We just did the bad movie episode, though. Well, we we just did Star Trek now. Yeah. So. Well, I'm I'm going to recommend uh, because it had just popped up on a Netflix instant the the Paul Haggis film Crash. Not the David Gordonberry Crash. The Paul Haggis Crash. One of okay. the worst movies ever made. Best picture of 2004, according to the Academy Awards. <laughs> I think uh, I remember. That's the one that won Best Picture? Or are you talking yes. about a different one? No, we're not talking about the good one. We're not talking about David Cronenberg's Crash. I, we're talking okay, about whatever. the Paul Haggis one. I don't know what you're talking I don't know. That doesn't mean anything to me. All right, Andrew. What the fuck do you mean? It doesn't mean anything to you. Have you seen <laughs> So you I'm an idiot, Crash? okay? Shut up. I haven't seen it. No, no. Oh, Crash is great. The David Cronenberg movie is great. Mm. Really sexy. The car crash sex. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, fine. Have, when he puts it in the wound, amazing. Oh, God. Andrew. Uh, what? What's your recommendation? What's your recommendation? I'm going to recommend two Woody's. I'm recommending The Purple Rose of Cairo and Midnight in Paris because they're good, dull features. Okay. Leave me okay. Fine. Okay, fine. I like that. And Purple Rose of Cairo is an amazing movie. Okay. And incredibly depressing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> um. Woody's, Woody's is Woody Allen, by the way. Yeah, that's that's what I was okaying at you about. So y'all need to beat Andrew then, okay? Cool, great. Okay, uh, Trek Games, woo! So we only have one game this week. Again, sorry. Uh, I'm calling it Diverse Universe. Um, and we're going to be guessing which of these is a real alien race in the show that I named to you, or comic series, or whatever. So... Our first is, 
Which of these is a real alien race in Star Trek? Arcadian, Clubian, Alcorn, or Poulin? What order are we saying the answers in? Uh, we'll go around in the same direction we've been doing things. So okay, you go first. I'm going to say A. All right, Arcadian. Will? Uh, I'm also going to say A. I okay. agree with everyone else. A. Okay, A. <laughs> Arcadian is the right answer. Good job, everybody. Yay! Um, uh, S, W, A. All right. <sighs> Number two. Which of these is a real alien animal in Star Trek? Uh, Runic Bat, Helot, CT Eel, or Tarf? CT Eel. Did you see these earlier? No, anyway. I didn't. Okay. Uh, I'm going to judge by how you reacted. I'm going to get the CT Eel. <laughs> yeah, yeah that sounds like a great right answer. Bad. Yeah. My so bad. It I is. guess we all get that one. I just like how it sounded. She's accusing me of cheating. Well, she was here earlier while I was working I on was it. I was facing the opposite direction on my computer. Maybe I don't fucking trust you, huh? How about that? I shouldn't be dating if you don't trust me. How about that? Fuck off. <laughs> um, Next question. All right. Which of these is a real alien in Doctor Who? Kroll, Duca, Funches, or Kolb? I think it's Kolb. Uh, what were the options again? Uh, a, Kroll, B, Duca, C, Funches, or D, Kolb. Why are, like, three of these answers the last names of comedians? Uh, That's uh, not fair. That means you know the answer. What was the second option no again? Reason. Uh, Duca. Uh, well, let's go with C. Okay. Funches. Or no, I mean D. Uh, oh, I'm going to say D, too, because... Okay. Kroll, Nick Kroll, That's what I meant. B, Bob Duca, Seth Morris, C, Ron Funches. D's the only one who's not a comedian. <clears throat> the answer is Kroll, actually. Uh, Class <laughs> is in why this I named the other ones after comedians. Wait, what was, was D? Theme. It was someone who either worked on the Kroll show or it was a character in the Kroll show. I don't right. know. I just went to the Kroll show IMDb page and looked at funny words <laughs> and picked them. <laughs> because it was Kroll. Du- so you just picked Bob Duca? Yes. Okay. Whatever. His name made me laugh. Now shut up. Right now we're all tied. I also figured it would throw you guys off because I know you guys are comedy nerds. So. (laughs) Um. All right. Which of these is a real species from Star Wars? Quandam, hindmost, former, or latter? I'm gonna go with A. Okay. Yeah, I'm also gonna with A. Nope. The answer is latter. What does this creature look like? Does it look like a ladder? No, no, ladder with two T's. Ladder. Oh. Former ladder. Former ladder. Did you say Quotar before? And also, Quandam also means the same thing as former. But it was a funny looking word, and I'm like, I'm totally going to put that in there. It's a tight game. What's that? Yeah. Um, I figured it's the only one I'm doing, so I should make it tougher. (laughs) All right. Which of these is a real alien creature from Star Wars? Like a named creature. Um, Airy, Barry, Rossi, or Danny? I'm going to say Rossi because it sounds really cute. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll go with A. B. Airy. Okay. S, W, and you said B? Yeah. 
Andrew is right. It's Barry. Good job, Andrew. Yay. I thought you didn't want him to win. Oh, no, I don't want you to win. Fuck. Christ. Okay. Barry. Um, Barry. I named these ones after the Game Grumps with eyes at the end of their names because oh one of God, the Game Grumps is named Barry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I did for that one. I don't watch Italian movies, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Italian movies. No, this is my weird YouTube obsession, Andrew. Yeah, I don't watch Italian YouTube videos. Except for Italian Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, of course. All right, number six. Which of these is a real species from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Oh, fuck. A, lactose intolerant lion. B, gluten-free hippo. C, vegan rhino. Or D, vegetarian cheetah. I'm going to say gluten-free hippo because it sounds like a cereal <laughs> I would buy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say okay. D, the vegetarian cheetah. I'm going to say D because I'm pretty sure most of those terms did not exist in the 70s. Um, was this, what it was, was 80s. 80s yeah. It was vegan rhino, actually. Oh, oh. man. Duh. Um, Everyone I had should know that. Of- I feel like I, I should have known that. A lot of fun with those questions. Do you guys like Hitchhiker's Guide? Yeah, I, I do. I read all the books. I really do. Very I read good. it in high school or middle school. One of the two. I've I really never gotten around to seeing it or reading it. Mm. Like, it keeps getting in the way. I'm not sure if it was in the movie. It probably was in the like movie. They cut a lot out of the movie. But. It could have been in the other four books. Exactly. I just found a Wikipedia article that had alien creatures from various um <laughs> from various things of science fiction mm-hmm. okay uh which one of these number seven which one of these is a real alien species from marvel ellen oh, we got this shit a ellen spelled e-l-a-n not ellen um b aruni c roosh or d boem i'm gonna say aruni you're gonna say aruni okay well uh what was c again Roosh. I'm going to say C. I'm pretty sure it's C, okay. too. You're all wrong again. It's Ellen. Oh. The Ooh. other three are... What? What's an example of the Ellen race? Like, the, who's the character from there? I don't fucking know, dude. I looked these up on Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, the other three are the last names of prominent MRAs. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> I got them off wehuntedthemammoth.com, which is a great website that you should all read. (sighs) Oh, I love that one. That one makes me happy, too. All right. Which one of these is a real alien species from Stargate? Oh, fuck. (laughs) A, Chews, B, Spangles, C, Jaffa, or D, Parma? Oh, my God. I actually know this. Shh, Stella. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm betraying my Stargate-ness here. Excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm just torn between B and C. I'm going to say B. Okay. Would you repeat well, the qu- uh, answers, please? A, choose. B, Jews? spangles. Choose. Jews. Choose. Okay. Andrew, I'm going to fucking punch you. B, spangles. C, Jaffa. D, Parma. Can I change my... No, I'll, I'll stay. You, no one else has gone yet, so yes, you can. I'll, I'll stay where I am. Okay. Well. Uh, uh, what was the second one again? Oh, my God. Spangles. Just fucking pick. I'll, I'll say... I don't know. I feel like I know the I'm Navy convention com- behind this. I'm very confident in my answer, even though I've never seen it. I'm going to say D. I don't remember what it was, but... Well, you'd be wrong. Parma? Parma was D. You'd be wrong, so you picked. 
The answer is C, Jaffa. It is. Good job, uh, Andrew. Yes. God I've never damn seen it. I have to watch fucking Woody Allen. I hate you. I should have gone um, with my original. Okay. It is Jaffa. These are all named after English candies. I, I, that's what I thought. Yeah. But, uh, I just saw Jaffa on the list. Fucking like, Jaffa cakes. I can't fucking pass up this opportunity to make a reference to Jaffa cakes. Do we even have the last one? Andrew's winning. No Andrew does win, correctly. but I'm going to do it anyway, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which of these is a real alien species from DC Comics? Oh, yeah, a, I got this. Cottontails. B, oh, Puffballs. Oh, fuck. C, Cloud Children. Or D, Feather Folk. I'm going to say Feather Folk because I like how it's I want to say okay. Cloud Children. Cloud Children okay. sounds stupid enough to be real. <laughs> well, you're all wrong. It's Puffballs, but... Oh, <laughs> but whatever, Andrew won anyway, so now I have to watch fucking Woody Allen. I'm not coming on next week. Fuck you. Oh, The Purple Rose of Cairo is a fantastic movie. It doesn't but make Woody Allen means... any less of a... Well, perverted dick bag, but whatever. Sure. No, no, I think we can agree with that. Uh, I guess that means Carly was going to be on next. Oh week. yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, very well done with the games. Those were all very. Thanks. Fun. Fun. I'm sorry, I only had the one game. It's it was fun. Crazy yeah, fun. That I was enjoyed great. myself. I did not um, know. I, hope you I enjoyed my answers, though. I thought some of them were pretty clever. I was very disappointed that I did not know Marvel or DC. <laughs> What I learned this week was a lot of comics have, or a lot of comics and science fiction have really dumb alien names. Yeah, yeah. pretty much almost everything has dumb alien names. <laughs> yep. Even I went with smart- an easy one on the first one, so you all got it. But after that, I was like, these are all so dumb. Even the smart ones have dumb alien names. <sighs> yeah. I mean, let's look at Star Trek. We go like uh, Klingon. Well, I'm still upset that she gave us the answer for number two. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got pissy, and also I'm two drinks in now, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. Three drinks. I've been drinking lightly this week, so I'm yeah. not handling it as well as normal. Where the I, fuck did I the... give it to you? Okay. This is anyway, my drink. <laughs> <laughs> I need my alcohol. Basically, um, in order to gain admittance to her apartment, I need to bring pizza and alcohol with me. Yep. That's the basis That's the rules. of our relationship. Yep. Is me bringing pizza and alcohol to our house. Yep. Oh, Dylan. Even if you don't come on next week, you should definitely watch the Pro of Cairo. It is one of the best movies of all time. Andrew. I have my, I have my limits as to who I'm willing to accept into my life, and Woody Allen is not one of those people. We can just let that lie there. Yeah. We do not need to expand upon this. We should just end the episode with that. Anyway, whatever. Um, think uh, plug section now, right? Because I have actually have things to plug this week, which is so exciting. Are we playing our plug song? Plugs. <laughs> Blah, plugs. Oh, it's plugs. Okay, let's do plugs. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here confused. Do you guys anything have anything to plug? Because I do. Uh, uh, my butthole. I'll I'll be at. <laughs> Fuck the, off, Andrew. I'll be at the well, Chuckle Hut uh, on Madison Street on Madison Avenue. Madison Avenue. Uh, you come see me. Uh, Avenue of Americas. Uh, there, there's a thirty dollars cover charge, but uh, I promise it'll be uh, enjoyable. Well, I, as I was trying to say earlier, before I got pushed back to the plug section, have actually started streaming. I'm part of a video game, an all-female video game team. Well, female and non-binary folks, uh, video game like streamers and YouTubers thing. We're just getting off the ground. I promise we're pretty funny. Uh, we had our first streams yesterday night, although this is going out much later. Uh, we're called Essential Butter. 
We're going to have a, a YouTube channel. We also stream twitch.tv slash essential, essential butter is what we're called. Essential uh, butter? And uh, what's that? Essential butter? Essential butter. 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 The food. Butter. Like butter. Essentially was not butter. Oh yeah, butter. And our picture is a butt made of butter. Butter butts. Uh, butter butts. I'm gonna call them butter butts. That's fine. You, you can call us that. Yeah, uh, and we are, are pretty. <laughs> we're pretty funny. We're gonna have lots of different people of lots of different ages and types of games that they play, and it's gonna be really great. And by the time this comes out, we'll probably be more settled than we are right now. We're gonna play D and D. You'll be the famous, video most games. famous people on the internet. We're gonna play online board games. What? So you'll be the famous people. You'll be like the talk of the town. I sure fucking hope so, because I have been waiting a long time for. Female YouTubers to rule the day. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, just because I don't want to feel left out, I'm going to plug in that my sister is due to pop any moment. But by the time this comes out, I'll probably have a newborn baby niece. Hooray. Or possibly by the time it comes out, a fully grown niece. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be a strange yeah, Star so Trek concept. She was, she was due originally this this last um, coming Friday. The doctor said she would pop by last Friday. So basically, she's a ticking bomb. All right, congratulations to Stella's <laughs> sister, who's going to have a kid. Uh, congratulations to me for doing a thing, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Which is equally as important, obviously. Yeah, congratulations so when to I clicked me on her link to live stream it, it was over. So she lied to me. Anyway. Bitch, you can see how long ago something was posted on Facebook. Anyway, I'll text you next time. As I was saying, congratulations <laughs> to me for being me. All right. Congrats oh, to I, you. I think we should also plug in that. I know we said it earlier, but they're visiting each other. Oh, I know. It's so cute. Yay. They're going to go and cuddle after we get off the stream. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are Don't you trying to me. ship our co-hosts Don't here? Don't touch me. No. Get away from me. I, 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 like, <laughs> I like the, gr- the girlfriend. I oh, Zoe. Yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so a sweetheart. So <laughs> I'm not going to push you out. Okay. Sorry, Will. I mean, Enough I weird real, real person shipping, honey. You I, I don't feel What's weird going on anymore? Uh, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for tuning in to listen to on your market set review. Uh, come back again next week where Andrew will be hosting an episode yeah. about things. Thank you all. Yeah. Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.